0: Please welcome, the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex
1: Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem, be a part of the solution. Hello, my beautiful, fuckable angels. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone. Unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 2,942 people, and I'm going to help you do the exact same thing. I'm coming to you today from my studio in New York City. We are taking calls and no topic is off the table. If you have a question about sex or dating, give us a call at 646-484-9371 and our producer Tom will set you up to be on with us next time. We'll be dropping new episodes every week, so call us now. Joining me in the studio today, offering his unique perspective on sex and dating, is my personal chef, Chef Dario Mezzanote, all the way from Milano, Italy. Ciao, Chef Dario. Ciao, Dr. Alex.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: And from time to time, you'll also be hearing from our sexy producer, Tom. Say hi to the people, Tom. Hey, everybody. How are you? We are about to take our first collar, so pour yourself a drink and put on something sexy. I'm wearing a black fitted Dolce & Gabbana dress with black stilettos, black stockings, garter, and lingerie by Agent Provocateur. You like stocking, Chef Dario? I do. Okay, yo. Tell the people what we're drinking.
2: We are drinking my favorite champagne, Billucard Salmon, the mm. medium producer. has all the wonderful notes of champagne, so the pear, the apple, the stone fruits. Wonderful minerality. It's a little more complex than other champagne and that's why it's my favorite it's
1: my new favorite too the champagne's cold we're all feeling hot and it is time for our first caller josh from dallas what are you wearing what are you drinking and what can we do for you uh, i'm
3: stepping on a little moscato mm-hmm. in my comfort little robe
1: you're in a little robe
3: yeah little robe
1: is it falling open
3: yeah, a little bit it's a little bit askew oh he drinks I know moscato and
1: he's got a good vocabulary <laughs> yeah. josh what can we do for you today all right so I've been wanting
3: to videotape my wife and myself's intimate encounters. I want to kind of create and kind of capture the glorious years of our sexuality. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, My penis may fall off tomorrow. You never know.
1: I get that desire. I always say, tomorrow our genitals could turn to dust. Yes, I'm here for this, Josh. Go on.
3: So it's almost like uh, accumulating a highlight reel for us to review We can't use these body parts anymore when our body parts are sagging, need some old material from our personal spank banks, and my wife is not on board. Uh So I need some advice on how I can convince her that I'm not going to upload it to some porn site or blackmailer. Years later, if we don't work out for whatever reason, we've been together for 10 years. All
1: right. Well, I love I love that you're wanting to keep things exciting. And I love that you're wanting to preserve your beauty and your sexiness for years to come. I do want to preface my advice by saying that if you keep bringing this up to her and she keeps adamantly refusing, you got to respect her wishes on Mm -hmm. that. You got to remember the NSA principle of DBA don't be an asshole. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, the world is changing. We're a lot more sex positive, yep. but it's just yep. not changing fast enough. And there is still just a way bigger stigma for females if a sex tape gets leaked about them than there is for males. So understand that's where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. But, okay, if she thinks the idea is kind of hot and she's willing to discuss it, there are a few ways you might be able to persuade her gotcha. and make her more comfortable. Okay. Um. So, I love making sex tapes. And, personally, there is a rule I follow when making sex Tapes with partners, and I call it the map rule. All ears. Write this down masks, analog, possession. All right. So if she's uncomfortable, you can begin by suggesting when you start making these movies that you wear masks. Okay. That she wears a mask. She can wear a full face mask. I've got a Venetian mask. mask shop that I love that'll ship directly to the United States for not that much money. And these are handcrafted, beautiful things. Labauta.com. Write it down. L-A-B-A-U-T-A.com. All All right. So masks. I think that would make her more comfortable. Therefore, no one knows who she is. Masks, wigs, costumes, disguises. Analog. You make that tape in a non-digital format, okay?
3: So something like a, you're not talking like traditional VHS? (laughs) You've got
1: to get an old school VHS camcorder and a VCR for when you want to watch it. Now listen, you can find them cheap, 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 cheap. Talking under $100 on eBay, Etsy, million places. Now I know this because I always make analog sex Hmm. tapes and I'm always having to replace my camcorder because I usually like to make my sex tapes on a boat or in a bathhouse and water and salt ain't good for them, okay? And you know, personally, when I'm in in an 80s mood, I like the uh, RCA CMR 300 with autofocus. Very user-friendly. Or if I'm in, like, more of an artsy mood, I do, like, a Sony Hi-8 with an optical zoom. Also very user-friendly.
3: I am on eBay now taking all this down. Got
1: All right. It. You can find these very cheaply. All right. Now, we got masks. We got analog. And now possession. I think from what you told me, it's going to be super important for her to maintain sole possession of the tape. Now, I know that you probably want to be able to watch it where you want and when you want, right? Yeah. Because you say it's for posterity, but it's also for your personal spank bank yeah. you want to be able to jerk off to it without her around that's important to you exactly okay all right you need to understand that might be a non-starter for her so I wouldn't bring that up yet I would get her into the idea of making the tape and let her feel in control you know from the get-go focus on getting it made let her own it you know what I mean and you have to check it out of the library like the naughty little boy you are gotcha. make it a game and then maybe later you can do what I do which is I make two copies we each keep one for our pleasure me and my partner all right Got it. you could also do a little quid pro quo where she tapes you doing something you would never ever ever want released she keeps that in her possession in exchange for you having the sex tape
3: gotcha okay so you're saying like her pegging me or something like that that's equal ground. I
1: mean, if that wasn't already part of the highlights reel. Well, it's not. All right. Well, hey, if it's something she's into, that might be your bargaining chip, my friend.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. And
1: if you need a little tutorial, or you just need a crew to help film, I mean, Chef Dario and I can come over, help you with lighting and things (laughs) like that. And, you know, you should remember that this might be a confidence issue for her, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe a lot of women just are like, oh, am I going to look gross on tape and then I'm not going to want to have sex anymore. So, you know, you might want to take a few lighting classes, things like that.
3: That is something we can do together, like a date night or some
1: sort. Yeah, so she seems open to talking about it? Um, She seems open
3: but reluctant.
1: Alright, that's great. So just take her step by step. Just be like, babe, let's just talk about it. Let's just fantasize about it. I'm not going to force you into doing anything you don't want to do. You're my wife. You're the lady of my life. That's why I want to get your sexy ass on tape so I can watch it for the rest of my life, but I want you to be happy while we're doing it. Gotcha. And just bring up, these are the different things we could do. You could also start with making a the tape and destroying it immediately you know you got to ease into these things chef dario has something yeah. he wants to add yeah i mean
2: you have a on your side you have a beautiful very romantic goal to capture your passion at a great moment in time so that's a very good uh, thing in your hand and then yes understand what is the bargaining room that you have you keep it i keep it what we film the masks not masks etc etc and play well with those elements and make sure you understand what is the real reason why she doesn't want to make these tapes because she might want to say she she might be saying maybe you're gonna publish them later but maybe she's just self-conscious in front of the camera so that's a different kind of work you can do with her of self-confidence, etc. right,
1: I want you to give me a call back in a week. I want to hear how it's going. I want to hear what she's agreed to because, again, getting her consent about this is important. I want to hear how the communication is going. Perfect. If this goes well, I want to consult. I want to make sure you're getting the right kind of equipment for the taping and the pegging. You understand?
3: Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Bye for now.
1: Coming up, we've got more callers in a very special segment called Why Shouldn't I? So get yourself a refill and and get a little more naked.
4: Your body is a temple, and the back door of your temple was meant to be worshipped. Introducing Southern Butter, the new Intimates collection by Green Goo, plants with purpose. Greengoo.com Awaken your senses with our Calendula massage oil. Heighten your awareness with the cool mint tingle of Enhance. Surrender to the smooth and long-lasting glide of our intimate body butter and bask in the afterglow with Backdoor Balm the ultimate in anal aftercare greengoo.com Southern Butter products are made with organic oils infused with fresh herbs to maximize potency use our discount code NSA20 at greengoo.com for 20% off greengoo.com Southern Butter Intimates by green goo do it naturally
1: welcome back sexy people remember if you have a question about sex or dating and want to be on our next episode just give us a call right now at 646-484-9371 and our producer tom will set you up let's take our next caller kayla from orlando welcome to the nsa podcast hey hey kayla Hi, Doctor Alex. Hi. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? Well, I am wearing a tank top and some cutoffs, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking a tangerine Lacroix. I can deal with a Lacroix. So, what can we do for you? Um, well. I've been seeing this guy for a couple of weeks now. And whenever I go down on him, he kind of smells like pee. Ah. I don't really know what to do about it. All right. This could be a case of leakage, laziness, combination of both. How old are you? I am 24. How old is he? He's 32. A little young for the leakage. What do y'all normally do when you hang out with each other? Any bungee jumping or anything that might cause him to wet himself? No, we just really go out and um, get some food, have some drinks. drinks and uh you know hang out hook up afterwards you drinking heavily how many drinks do you guys typically have um maybe about four to six drinks that's a lot of drinks that's the kind of thing that can make a man forget to shake when he goes to the bathroom you know what i mean Mm. do
2: you notice uh that he has always recently been to the bathroom before uh, you go down on him
1: i I don't I think he goes to the—I mean, I, I, you know, throughout the night while we're hanging out, he probably checks out a couple times. I think it's a—he's just not shaking. He's just not giving a big shake-shake. He's so eager to get back to you and your charming, sexy self that he's just, you know, zip and then zipping it back up and getting back to you. There's a couple things you can do. You can do the old dive bar spread and splash, just have him splash it off in the sink while you're at the bar. <laughs> or better yet, you can take him back to your house, and you can suggest taking a shower together. Have you tried that yet? Oh, I haven't, but I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, it's good for both of you. I mean, I'm sure you're fresh as a daisy. Yeah, and
2: also, you know, probably nobody ever told him. And uh, once he realizes that that is a thing, he's probably just going to figure it out by himself, you know? They've
1: only been dating a little bit. I would just, you know, take it to the shower, you know, start having fun shower time. And then when you guys get a little more intimate, you could be like, baby, you know, you need to shake that a little better. I could shake it for you. But uh, you want me to go down there, you're going to have to just... Uh, you're
2: just going to be taking a lot of showers.
1: I don't mind showers. Baths are even better. I would All tell right.
2: him, I would tell him. Nah, it's better, it's eventually, better. Eventually,
1: eventually. I think I think it might solve the problem. I mean, you guys have only been out on a few dates, you're drinking heavily because you don't know each other that well, and you haven't taken it back to the house yet. Take it back to the house, take a shower, take a bath, and then, you know, after a few more dates, tell me needs to shake. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Thank you so much for calling, Kayla. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Bye. Thanks, Dr. Alex. And now it's time for a little segment called Why Shouldn't I?
5: Why Shouldn't I?
1: In Why Shouldn't I, you tell us something really naughty you really want to do, and we tell you whether you should or shouldn't do it. And on today's Why Shouldn't I, we have Nick from Newcastle. Nick, what are you wearing, what are you drinking, and what can we do for you?
0: Thanks for having me on, Dr. Alex. I'm uh, I'm drinking some single malt scotch, some Kilcomen, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just here chilling in my apartment in a robe, just got out of the shower, just relaxing at home.
1: Mm. Coleman you still wet? <laughs>
0: any, any, anytime <laughs> for you, Dr. Alex, anytime for
1: Hashtag you. Hashtag I am also. Okay. What can we do for you today, Nick?
0: So I have this new girlfriend and she's awesome. I love her. She's great. We've been together about eight weeks, but the only issue that I'm having is that she's got, um, she's got some, like she's got some hairy nipples. <laughs> and, uh, and, sometimes, and sometimes when I'm, you know, like I'm like sucking our nipples, like I feel like I'm like, flossing and it just feels a little weird. And so I don't know exactly how to approach her and say that without hurting her feelings. Um, Truthfully, sometimes when I suck on them, I try to like maybe bite them off. And, uh, and I don't know, it, but I don't know. I just, I just have no other way of approaching it with her, so I just need advice.
1: So what's your why shouldn't I?
0: Why shouldn't I tell her to just wax her nipples? Mm.
1: Well, first of all, how about I come over there and wax your scrotum? Would you like that? Uh, have uh, you ever had any body part waxed, my dear?
0: No, no, ma'am. Well, let me
1: tell you something. It hurts like a bitch, okay? All right, so maybe we start there with your scrotum or your taint, and then we'll do your girlfriend next. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think you're getting your point across. Here's
1: the thing, as a woman, we end up with hairs growing where they shouldn't be where we don't want them to go and they can just pop up out of nowhere all right and she's probably already waxing when you go dinner down under are you getting hairs in your teeth down there
0: no she actually waxes down there so
1: all right well isn't that nice of her and since you've never been waxed you don't know how much it hurts for her to maintain that barbie doll chotch for you now i understand i understand where you're coming from you need to understand though she might not even know that she has those hairs around her nipples Okay. and i get it if you want to bring this up in a loving and respectful way but waxing is not the way to go first of all all right skin there is just way 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 too sensitive for that plucking might be the way to go if i were you i would not just say hey babe why don't you wax your nipples i would maybe during the act after you've already given her an mbo a mind-blowing orgasm do you know how to give her those
0: i definitely could do that doctor. all right
1: and you've done it before Yes, ma'am. So you'll do it again. All right. So you're going to go down on her. Okay. You're going to give her a mind-blowing orgasm. Then you're going to start kissing her neck. You're going to tell her how beautiful she is. You're going to start sucking on her boobs. And then you're going to go, oh, hold on, babe. I'm sorry. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I just got a hair in my mouth. Is this, is this mine or yours? Uh-huh. And then she'll just be like, oh, shit. And just be like, "Oh, look who's got cute little nipple hairs. Look, because most of us do, all right? And we have to pluck them with tweezers, but it's very hard to see them, actually. Is she a well-endowed woman?
0: She is a very well-endowed woman.
1: All right. So imagine this, right? You've got a big set of tits, and you're trying to look down at your nipple to see these little hairs. They're very hard to see. And if she wears contacts or something, she might not even know she has them. So I think you've got to make it into an erotic game. Make it something fun. Uh, You know what I mean? And bring it up in the moment like it's nothing. Because if you bring it up like a real problem or something that grosses you out or something that she should do to please you, it's going to be like a psychic punch, all right? And it's going to ruin everything you've got going. So I would just make it like it's no big deal. Like, oh, yeah, I have them. Do you have hair around your nipples?
0: I do, I do.
1: so, see, why don't you make it a little plucking game where each of you gets to pluck one hair from the other one's nipples in exchange <laughs> for a sexual favor?
0: Okay. I'm, I'm liking this uh, this
2: method. Yeah, I, th- I think Dr. Alex got, got a good strategy down. And uh, if she says, no, I don't want to take uh, the hair out of the nipples, is it a deal breaker for you?
0: No, it's not a deal breaker. I like her, but it's a, it's a preference issue. You know, it's just a preference. Is all. Of course.
2: You know, I find that often, it is a lot about how a woman wears any hair that she might have more than the hair themselves. I think sometimes it's hot too. So it really depends on how she's wearing it. But definitely, as Dr. Alex says it, Don't put it as a problem. Make it
0: playful. 100% agree.
1: Yeah, she might not even know she has it. If she knows, she might be really insecure about it. Also, if she's just changed birth control or something like that, they might have popped up out of nowhere. The other day, I had a hair growing, a two-inch hair, growing out of the side of my hip no idea why. Shit happens. Sound good?
0: It does sound good. Actually, she just got on birth control, so that might be it, actually.
1: That might be it, and she doesn't even know, and you should just act like, you know, no big deal, but uh, you'd love to play um, Pluck for Luck with her.
0: Pluck for Luck. I like it. Thank you, Dr. Alex. Tit
1: for tat, this for that, and I'm coming over to wax your scrotum soon. (laughs) Coming up, we are talking to a hot female flight attendant, and we're gonna have a little sex term test called What the Fuck, where we test your sexual knowledge against ours. So get yourself a refill and get your sexy ass back here. Next up, we have Heather from Atlanta. Hello.
5: Hey. Hi, hi. Hello, Heather.
1: Hi, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you?
5: Um, Okay, so uh, I actually just got out of the shower and I'm wearing a uh, red satin robe and obviously nothing else. (laughs) And I just poured myself a glass of Cabernet.
1: Beautiful, beautiful red robe, red wine. We love it. What can we do for you, Heather?
5: So, um, boyfriend in a long time and i you know i'm a flight attendant so i'm always traveling and i keep meeting all these great guys and like we talk and sometimes i get to go on dates with them but i don't know like nothing is just turning into a relationship and i don't know if it's something i'm doing wrong or something i'm putting out there Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i just like need help in that area
1: all right so when was your last serious relationship
5: um it's actually been like a while and it wasn't very long, but it was, like, a couple of years ago, I guess. Okay.
1: And tell me about your most recent romantic or sexual experiences. Oh,
5: okay. So I was I was dating this older guy, which, you know, I was like, okay, great. So he's going to be more mature. He's going to, like, know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's divorced. So, you know, he at least, like, knows how to commit in the first place. So I was definitely thinking that was going somewhere. And we dated for, like, a full two months, like, serious two months you know what I mean but then he just like Mm -hmm. kind of ghosted me and I Mm. then found out that he left me for some like old chick not even cute you know what I mean how old are you I'm 29 okay and he
1: was your most recent sexual experience at all
5: yeah I mean that was like my last like consistent sexual relationship. You know, like I've had like a like a one nighter since then. But um, yeah, that was my last like, you know, guy that I banged more than like, one. right.
1: Time. Okay. So all right, tell me something. What do you think? And I want you to give yourself an honest assessment. What do you think your fuckability is? On a scale one to 10. Ooh,
5: um, I mean, I think I'm like a, I would say a nine because all right, honey. I work <clears throat> out, I always-
1: Pause, pause, honey. I, I want you to do me a favor, okay? And first of all, I want you to understand fuckability has very little to do with the way you look. As I say in my book, it has much more to do with the way you live and the way you love. Can you do me a favor? All right. Can you please text your social media profile to 646-484-9371? Okay. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to do a little assessment. Sound good?
5: Okay. I'm doing it right now. All
1: right, thank you so much. Tom, get that up. Let's hear from our sponsors.
5: Hey,
3: it's me, Willem. Did you used to suck? Not in a good way. Do you sometimes still suck? Do you want to suck less? Before, when I still sucked, I was never an Emmy-nominated makeup artist slash dragstress, and I was also never kicked off a competition drag reality show, but look at me now. Once I figured out how to suck less, I wrote a book, and then I had my own cosmetics company, which is Suck Less Face and Body, so I could help people suck less like me. So let me recommend Suck Less Face and Body, made especially for those who want to suck less. We got you, boo.
1: And we are back with Heather, our flight attendant, Um, And we're just doing a little fuckability assessment. It's very obvious that you are a very sweet girl, Heather, and you are looking at your social media. You are a very beautiful girl and you keep in shape and you're good to your family and you've got a great wardrobe.
5: Thank you, Dr. Alex.
1: If I'm really honest looking at this, I would say you are rendering yourself unfuckable.
5: What? How? How?
1: First of all, you got a story here that's all about waiting for him to text you back. You might think it's funny. Oh, and still not text back, still not text back. And then when he does text you back, you're unhappy with the result. It just doesn't look funny. It just comes off that you're bitter and that you have bad luck in dating. You got all these memes of inspirational quotes about love and karma and finding someone who deserves you. All right. And then every third photo is like an uninspired, painfully posed thirst trap.
2: Yeah, I think you look wonderful. You're extremely pretty, very charming girl uh, but yeah i agree the um, that story taken as an example it doesn't um add that mysterious notes that uh, men do desire especially if it's something that is a uh, longer term
1: thank you dario and we're, we're not trying to be mean you asked what what do you think you're doing wrong and so because you're so beautiful and you seem so kind and you you have an exciting career you're a flight attendant who doesn't want to have a flight attendant for a girlfriend you know what i mean i know right i think what you need to do though is you need to read chapter five of Never Sleep Alone, all right? And you need to learn the concept of BDSM, which stands for Be Direct, Seem Mysterious.
5: Okay, seem more mysterious mm-hmm, because uh, the
1: way you talk, which is super loud and super fast and super high pitched, huh? you are coming off as N three, okay? That's nagging, nervous, and needy, and that's not who you are, is it, Heather?
5: I, I, I don't think so. I just get really excited. Okay, so we're know? we're gonna start. <laughs> sh- sh-
1: sh- 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 we're gonna start with this. I want you to answer my questions coming up Mm -hmm. by bringing your voice just down an octave. I want you to slow it down, and I want you to bring it down, all right? Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer it, not like Heather, (laughs) but more like Marlena Dietrich, okay? Just try it, all right? All right, so, Heather, what'd you do this weekend? So? Nope, bring it down. Imagine I have a piano, and I just hit a note, that's eight notes lower than you i know it's going to feel weird just try it heather what'd you do this weekend
5: this weekend i hung out with my best friends much better and we went and sat outside at this really cute bar with fire pit and we drank some champagne And a couple guys came over and talked to us. Stop. Okay,
1: Okay. that was great with the voice, but now what you were doing was you were giving me a true response, a tedious report of uninspiring events. So not only do you have to lower that voice, but you gotta learn to be a little more mysterious. You gotta learn to lie, leverage interesting experiences.
2: Also, you sounded much hotter. Much hotter. Because here, yeah, yeah. here's the
1: thing, you know, and it's it's not your fault. I know how it is. It happens to me, too. You know, Tom, my producer, he's always telling me to bring it down when I get too excited, you know? Or when one of our guest hosts finger me under the table, my voice goes like, and it's just not good, okay? Because, you know, men are dogs, right? Ruff. So what do dogs, what do dogs like?
5: Um, They they like um, bitches? They like <laughs> banging
1: you from behind. What do dogs uh, hate? Um... High pitch noises, all right. So when you're talking a super loud, super fast, and a high pitch voice, he gets scared like a little doggy. This voice makes him want to run away from you, bite you, or piss on the floor. But when you talk like this, go ahead, talk in your low, slow, seductive voice again. Say, "Come here, little doggy."
5: Come here, little doggy.
1: You see now? Chef Dario got excited about that. That voice makes him want to follow you home, sleep curled True. up next to you, and lick all the peanut butter off, okay?
5: <laughs> I like that. It actually makes me feel uh, a little bit more calm.
1: Very good. Very good. So read chapter five, learn how to be DSM, all right? How to be direct, seem mysterious. And you know, I think a good thing for you, because you're, you're an oversharer, you don't got to fill in all the pauses you got to keep them wanting more, okay? People are most seduced by what's most difficult to understand.
2: And something extremely difficult to understand for me is when is the best time during a flight to try to have sex or make a sexual proposal with a flight attendant.
1: (laughs) Chef Dario, why don't you act like you were a passenger on Mile High Heather's flight? And Heather, just respond in an informative yet flirty way to this male passenger who wants to know. Go on, Chef Dario, action.
2: Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. I was just wondering if I was gonna try to have a sexual intercourse with you, perhaps somewhere on this aircraft, when would be the appropriate time?
5: Well, since this is an overnight flight, I would say as soon as the lights go out, maybe you need to get a little drink from the back next to the lavatory. And I think I might be able to help you with that.
1: What a great service. And scene. Bravo. Heather, if you can just keep that up. I think you're going to call back with good news for us next time.
5: Awesome! I think I can do that. Does this make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense.
1: And I want you to do a little cleanup on your social media, okay? See, this photo, because we know you're hot. You don't have to push it so hard. So the thirst traps need to go. More photos like you. This is a photo, I guess this is you and your grandma Mm -hmm. and your mom. That's beautiful, you know? Three hot generations of Southern (laughs) Bells. Stuff like that we like. Photos of you living your life. Live a romantic and sensual existence. Write a sexy story. People will want to become a part of that story. Okay, I can definitely do that. And Tom, you had something you wanted to add here?
2: Well, I'm looking at your social media profiles right now as well, and you look
1: gorgeous. I would just say
2: don't try so hard.
1: Oh, thank you,
5: Tom. That's so sweet.
1: All right. Beautiful, Heather. We want to hear from you. So uh, I want you to call back in two weeks. Read the book. I will. Do the NSA challenges. All right?
5: Thank you so much, Dr. A and Chef Dario and Tom. Especially, thank you.
1: Oh, your voice is getting high again, though, honey. All
5: right. All right. Do you want me to do it again? Yeah, do it again. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. A.
1: You're a fast learner. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. So what do you think, Chef Dario? Is there hope for Mile High Heather?
2: If she follows your advice, I'm sure there is there is hope. She was a little too annoying um, until we brought her tone mm-hmm. of voice down, but once... Once that happens, and if she chills out a little bit about having a boyfriend, she'll be just
1: fine. I think so, too. And remember, practice makes perfect. Read Chapter 5, BDSM, be direct, seem mysterious. All right, it's time for a little game I like to call What the Fuck. It's our sex term test, and y'all listening at home can play along. In today's sex term test, contestant number one is our producer, Tom. Are you ready to win this, Tom? Sure i am, Dr. Alex. And contestant number two is Chef Dario. Sepronti. Sono pronto. Okay. I'm going to name a sex term, and you have to give me an accurate definition. If you get it wrong, your opponent has the opportunity to steal the point. We're doing five sex terms, and the loser has to buy the winner dinner at one of my favorite New York City restaurants. Now, I have put the name of three amazing, inexpensive restaurants and three rather expensive restaurants into this hat. So let us see what happens. Tom, you're up first. Sex term number one in sexual slang. What does ATM stand for?
2: Um, Sexual. Ass. Sexual Ass. term. Ass to mouth. As
1: to mouth, you are correct. Fabulous. All right. That's one point for Tom. Chef Dario, your term. What is alprostadil?
2: Alprostadil is uh, definitely some medication for the prostate.
1: You are partially correct. What condition is it used to treat?
2: Uh prostate that is too far to reach? Mm,
1: No, I'm sorry. It is a vasodilator used to treat erectile dysfunction. Wrong. So close, though, Chef Dari. I, I know. It's all right. You'll get it next time. All right, Tom, what is antholagnia? Oh, man. And a hint, I have this condition. I feel like it's something that turns you on, but in my experience, there's so many things that turn you on. Don't Google, don't cheat. You've got five seconds to answer. What is it? You're turned on by insects? Wrong. Chef Dario, you have the chance to steal. What is antholagnia? I give up. All right. Antholagnia. And I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but I was so happy to find out there is a name for my condition. It is a fetish for the scent or sight of flowers. And I get very turned on by fresh flowers. Huh. If anyone listening wants to send me a bouquet. All right. Chef Dario, what is snowballing?
2: Is uh, when you are at a dinner party and you think you're going to have a threesome, but think snowball and you have a huge orgy instead.
1: I love that. I wish that's what it was. You're wrong, though. Sorry. No! Perhaps we can add your definition to the Oxford English Dictionary. All right, Tom, what is an angry pirate?
2: <laughs> I know this one, and this is something that I don't think ever happened. And I only know it because it's, it's one of these dumb things where you sit around the locker room and you talk about stupid sex acts when you're 15 years old and you have no idea what a name it means.
1: All right, get to it. Time is money. Okay,
2: okay. Uh, you ejaculate in your partner's eye. Correct. And then kick him in the shin. Correct. And that that way they are blind in one eye Mm -hmm. and more or less peg legged all around.
1: All right, Tom, congratulations. You are the winner of what the fuck? With two points. All right. That means Chef Dario is buying you dinner at one of my favorite New York City restaurants, which we will pull out of the hat. Gimme the hat. Chef Dario. You are buying, Tom, a fine dinner with wine at, drumroll please, Osteria 57 on West 10th Street. You ever been there, boys? I have. I have not. All right. It's exquisite. It's elegant. It's very pricey. Have fun, boys. Thank you. If you listening at home would like to play What the Fuck on a future episode, give us a call, 646-484-9371, and we'll see what you got. All right, my beautiful fuckable angels, that is all the time we've got for today. I'm heading to a hot tub party in Gramercy Park, and I still need to pick up a snorkel set. If you'd like to be on a future episode, give us a call 646-484-9371. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you always know when we drop a new episode. Get my book through neversleepalone.com, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the socials at Never Sleep Alone. Thank you, Chef Dario and Tom and all of my sexy callers for being on with me today. Until next time, my angels, stay
4: bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.